everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit, 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 Shit Together. Kyle, I say, jokingly. What do you say? But I say we redo the uh, intro uh-huh. and have Glenn say the S word. Let's do it. Glenn, how do you feel about that? Let's speak up, buddy. Yeah. Don't be shy here. We're all friends. Yeah, we're all friends. What's wrong? You can't express your feelings on air now? You've done so well this past year or so. We've been really proud of you, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) My how things change. (laughs) It's just so our listeners know. Roy and I are giving Glenn shit because he spent the past two days irresponsibly at a baseball game. At a Mariners ball game, I would say. Two Mariners ball games back-to-back because he's such a huge Mariners fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He had to go to two games back-to-back. Screaming and hollering for the M's, wearing his rally cap mm. towards the end of the round. Ra- end of the round, my goodness. <laughs> end of the game. And, you know, unfortunately things just didn't go his way. Yeah. The Cubbies got lucky and won a couple of games in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. We're going to bounce back. Yeah. Because I think we still have a little bit better record than the Cubbies, right? And our and our poor buddy lost his voice. Yeah. 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 So, so well, here we are. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to have Rohit and Kyle as, as your main people on air. Oh, yeah. And which one are you? Uh, I, how about this one? I'll be Kyle. You're going to be Kyle today? Yeah. All right. Here, let's switch. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. What? Running, running, Kobe Bryant. Oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> That's Kyle in a nutshell. That's it. That's yeah. it. Uh, speaking of nutshell, how's, how have your summers been in the past? My summers in the past? Yeah. Dude, summers are usually great. My birthday's in the summer. I've had some of the most amazing birthday celebrations. Very memorable. Great people. Loved ones close to me. Um, in summer, I think, is just, for me, it's a fun season in general. I mean, if you look back when you're in school, it's a time when you're not in school and you get to go outside and play. Yeah. It's pretty good. So I'm going to ask you real quick. I messed up and went with the wrong episode. Do you want to continue with summer? I didn't know if you were going with summer specifically or if you were just talking about in general, like reflecting. Yeah, I totally messed up. Should we do summer now or? Sure. Okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is all about spontaneity and I messed up. And looked at the wrong show notes. So (laughs) this episode is going to be all about how to proactively create summer memories. What? And so we did an episode that was really a lot of fun. Episode 80. I'll always talk about our favorite summer memories. Mm -hmm. And it was so good that now, you know, up in the Seattle area, sun's shining. And we wanted to do something a little bit different. So Kyle and I are going to talk about some of our favorite uh, summer memories and really what made them unique. So not just you know went out and played ball with the fellows, but what what exactly was it that made that a unique experience enough to where all these years later we're still reflecting on it as a highlight in our life. And then we are also going to talk about a summer uh, event or something that we are going to do 
that's not just like something normal that we would do. It's something that will take some planning uh, because with the summer, it's so easy to get your schedule filled up with weddings and, and different barbecues and events and things like that. So we wanted to do is we wanted to say, you know, we're going to do this proactively, something outside of our norm, and then we're going to do that. So with that, Kyle, <laughs> going back, what are some of your fair memories? <laughs> <laughs> Man, summer summer is great, right? So I, as I mentioned, for me, my birthday is in summer. It's and in, and it's July. Is is summer one of your favorite seasons? Like Holidays. where where does it rank? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite holiday. Summer, ooh, I you know what? I think it is number one for me. I think winter would be number two, mm-hmm. and then fall and spring are kind of they're the same. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You just like winter? I mean, spring might be number two, but. I really enjoy winter because there's other cool activities you can do. Well, you're a big skier too, so that yeah, makes sense. I enjoy it, yeah. and I love the snow in the mountains. I think they're just so beautiful. Goofball, yeah, Rohit skiing. So, for me, summer is huge. My birthday's in the summer, July 13th, smack dab in the middle of summer. I absolutely love it. So, I've had tons of great celebrations, great memories during the summer. Um, one of my, I would say, oldest good summer memories is. I don't even remember how old I was, probably like 10 or something like that, 8 or 10 years old. For my birthday, my dad got me a basketball hoop in the backyard. And it wasn't like a, you know, one of those removable basketball hoops that sit on wheels. Mm-hmm. He poured cement, oh. laid a foundation, and poured cement for a basketball court in the backyard as well, right next to the garage. And yeah. um, it was an in-ground hoop, right? It was adjustable. So we had... My birthday parties were huge. My parents would have friends over, and I had all my friends over, and we played and barbecued and everything. It was an excuse for the parents to drink and play cards and the kids to just cause mischief and run around and be crazy. And we had this huge basketball tournament in the backyard. We would have little slam dunk contests. And that was like, that is a very, very fond childhood summer memory for me. It was in my backyard, all my closest friends, family. It was just fantastic, man. I love it. And it wasn't like something we would do every day. We would play hoop and goof around, mm-hmm. but we would do like two-on-two and one-on-one tournaments and slam dunk contests on my birthday, and it was just, it was a blast. I loved it. Yeah. And those things, like those types of memories, they always come back up, and they always put a smile on my face every time. So one thing that's interesting is I lately I've been speaking to a lot of um, people who are a bit more seasoned with life. You know, and uh, what's interesting is their reflections are always that looking back, it's not necessarily events that they remember, but it's just everything in general, like all the small things are are what really stand out to them. And so for you, I know you kind of tailored it around specific events. Would you say summers for the most time were, were a good time for you? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just made up of all those small things? Or for you, was it more of a reflective, like, yeah, I remember this summer we did this, and this summer we did that? Or was it just a culmination of it? So for me, I love to be outside, right? No matter what it is. That was why, that was the whole reason I started to run, was because I wanted to be outside, and I want to fucking wait for anybody else. (laughs) You guys want to come outside? (laughs) Fuck you. I'm going to go outside. I'm going for a run. So that was how I started to enjoy running right yeah so summer spring and summer it's time to be outside 
So I'll do anything I can to be outside, ride a bike, go golf, go for a run, try to play tennis. I suck. I really enjoy it. It's fun. Um, those are things that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. and that's when it's time to do it. Also, it seems like I get a lot of my energy from other people, and it seems like everyone else's energy is positive. Oh, and man. I really feed off of that. Right? So when everyone else is in a good mood, and a positive mood, I feed off of everyone's energy around me, and it just puts me on cloud nine, man. Yeah. I love it. Wow. And looking back now, for me, so there, there's a... There's a quote that, that I really enjoy, and that's uh, along the lines of the only things you really regret in life are the things that you didn't do. Mm. And looking back now, there's, <sighs> right? Yeah. There's there's so many things that I wish, I wish I would have been more proactive as a kid mm-hmm. in enjoying the outdoors. Um, it's really I, hard to do that as a child though, right? Yeah. Well, well, not just like hiking and things like that, but just maybe... Um, I meant be proactive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because everything's so reactive. When you look back at it now, to say that is really easy, but it's like, how would I have really done that? Yeah. Aside from just calling up, you know, your friends and be like, you want to throw the ball around? Yeah. And if they're not home, hey, Mrs. Anderson, is Billy home? Yeah. (laughs) Then what? You can't text people back then. (laughs) And so, you know, like, there's so much TV watching that I did. And Mm. I just wonder what my life would be like if I didn't watch as much TV. Mm-hmm. Say I did anything else. Let's you'd, just say I was a reader. You'd be way better at sports. I would be better at sports. <laughs> I'm just fucking with um, but, but take, take uh, let's just say reading, for example, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I was a bit more of an avid reader way back when, yeah, I'm not running around. I'm not outside. And I'm using uh, uh, maybe a form of escapism to escape from the boredom of summer by engaging in a book. Let, I'm just going to assume those things. The skill set that I would have now, because I was reading back then, would be tenfold. I, I would be uh, reading more books. I'd be more learned, which is a word. Yeah. So people don't send me hate mail. Yeah. Um, hate mail. You know, I... Rohit at gisdpodcast.com. <laughs> uh, it, it would make a difference, you know, and, and I think that's that's the thing is when it comes to just letting our our summers slip by, even as adults, you know, that it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Because again, when so many events are planned for you, you know, weddings and, and things like that, yeah. it can be so easy to be like, you know what, like, I would love to go out with you, Kyle, but I've just been go, go, go every weekend, and I just need a weekend to just breathe. And you hear a lot of people say that now, more so than than I ever have before. People are just saying, I'm just so busy, I just need this weekend to, to relax and, and breathe and calm down. And I hope I, I don't ever say that, because then that means I'm turning away an invitation or I'm not being proactive, or I'm using a form of escapism. Do I don't f- want to live my life that way. Do you think you need that at some point, though, just to breathe and relax? I, I think there are other ways that you could do it without sac- without sacrificing time with friends or, yeah. or, or events or, or something like that. So do we think that it's maybe that people aren't doing that during their quote-unquote work week? Yeah, 
people I, I have think, allowed their professional lives to consume them and whatever it is after that, whether it's going home and doing laundry, taking care of the kids, cooking dinner, whatever, mm-hmm. you get to the weekend, and if you've had a couple of weekends where you had back-to-back things planned, yeah. you finally have one where you don't have everything planned, the last thing you want to do is talk to somebody. Yeah. And I think it also comes down to a failure to recognize that entertainment is stress relief. So, for okay. example, if, if I come home and, you know, do all the stuff, you know, clean the dishes and mm-hmm. make dinner and whatnot, and then I relax by, you know, maybe watching a an hour of TV or something like that, mm-hmm. I think most people fail to recognize that as downtime. And so even though there's a difference between, and, and you and I have talked about this, there's a difference between watching an hour of TV without your phone and watching oh. an hour of TV with your phone. Yeah. Because I think it's more difficult for us now to watch an hour of TV without our phone. 100%. And so now what should be a relaxing activity is no longer a relaxing activity. We're we're listening to the TV as background noise, but we're paying more attention to our, our phone. We're killing time. We're killing time. We're not even recognizing that we do have downtime that we could take advantage of. Yeah. I mean, for I've said this multiple times. I'm going to freaking say it again. Please do. For God's sakes, this motherfucking <laughs> oh my God. Bandersnatch movie on Netflix. Yeah. We have gone so far that we have to create a choose-your-own-adventure fucking movie to keep you entertained. Mm-hmm. A movie itself is not good enough. We have to insert prompts for you to choose an adventure or a direction. I haven't seen it, so I don't know exactly how it works. Yeah. I'm fascinated by the concept of it, but also the fact that we've been able to analyze and recognize that we can't even keep someone's attention for the length of a goddamn movie, mm-hmm. that we need to make it interactive, is sad. I was listening to a, a Get pod- outside. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast recently um, by Russell Brunson. And what was interesting is we were talking about attention, or not me. We, um, <laughs> were you a guest on the podcast? <laughs> uh, they, were, they were talking about attention spans. Mm. And way back when, it, it used to be like 30 seconds. You've got 30 seconds, you know, which is the length of a commercial, mm-hmm. to capture someone's attention. Now it's down to seven seconds. Oh, my God. And it's, it's only dropping. And when you, when you do that, that's why people feel so stressed out, I think, because before you had 30 seconds to decide. Now you've got seven seconds to make a decision. Damn. And because of that, what are people doing? They're opting out of even making a decision. They're, wow. they're avoiding, um, or in, in terms of procrastination, they call it discomfort dodging. And oh. so it's when you... Um, We're not ripping the Band-Aid off. Yeah. And so because... This is going to be painful for me. I'm just going to avoid it altogether. And I think that's really interesting is a f- everyone feels so frazzled because at work we're doing something that we're not supposed to. Multitasking. Multitasking does not work. It's an outdated concept. You like there's so much research about it. Mm-hmm. Don't be proud of the fact that you're a multitasker. That just proves that you don't know how to stay organized. Um, but, but we're constantly multitasking at work. We constantly have our outlook open and we constantly have link and Skype and all these other things open. 
and text messages. So all day long, what are you getting? Bits of information thrown at you that... Stimulus. Yeah. And it, it's that overstimulus is why when we come home, we feel so exhausted and tired that we can't even relax to watch TV anymore. And so I think, you know, when it comes to making these summer memories and, and doing stuff, you need to be proactive and just at the very minimum, schedule one thing for yourself Yeah, that's not reactive. You know, think of something you've always wanted to do. Yeah. Don't just be like. Or something you haven't done in a while that you really, truly enjoyed. Like what, what fills your cup? So we didn't get your summer memory. You told me you wished you mm. watched less TV or whatever it was. Yeah. But, what are some, like, good summer memories for you? So but before that, I was just going to say, um, there there are two lessons I wish I had learned as a kid. One oh, God. was not to watch TV. Not to watch TV. And the other is a very painful one that especially me as a koala faces, friends come and go. Mm. And that's, and you know very well, I, it's yeah. very difficult for me to finally sign off on, okay, we're no longer friends. Um, because you have to have hard titles on yeah, things. Are we friends or not? Yeah, just make it easy. Um, you've ignored me for three years, but like, <laughs> what does that mean? No, uh, <laughs> you're not joking. <laughs> I'm totally not. Um, so when it comes to some of my favorite memories of summer, there was there was a group of us that lived all within, I'd say, probably about two blocks of each other. And oh man, I feel like we all had that. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. But it's you know, riding bikes too. together and yeah. playing baseball. And what I remember is, I even growing up, there were so many family things that we did. My my dad was one of nine kids. I oh, had wow. tons of cousins, so we were always having you know family birthday parties and and family dinners and and whatnot. So for me. I feel like I, I really got a chance to to explore my, my family side and, and get to know my cousins and you know they've all played a, a huge influence in my life. As well as growing up in an Indian household, which back then was extremely unique to not be white, you know, when, when we were kids and growing up. Now it's it's just commonplace. But back then, it wasn't. So everything that I knew was just what I knew from my experiences at home. So these other guys, you know, they 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 were all white. Were they? Yeah. I was the only non-white person. <laughs> um, and so we all grew up white. Or sorry, they all grew up white. And it allowed me to, in a weird kind of way, see a, a different culture that I wasn't used to thinking about or, or anything like that, you know? One of my friends, his parents had us call them um, by their first name. And I couldn't do that. And so finally, like, we settled and I called them, like, Mr. Robert and Mrs. Gladys. Really? And even then, I felt horrible because I felt like I was disrespecting them. Yeah. Yeah. But there were so many things that I got a chance to explore. Playboy magazines. Stuff like that. Having an older sibling. Indian people didn't have those around. No. And I remember, oh, man. So my, my friend Brian, uh, in his attic, they had one of those, like, pull-down, yep. you know, things to go up. And we made a fort. And it was just a fort of just Playboy Center 
centerfolds pinned up everywhere. Oh my god! And um, he like because you know they, he had an older stepbrother and an older sister. <laughs> we we got a chance to experience things that I didn't, you know. And I think everyone else in our group, aside from Brian, was was the oldest child, anyways. Mm-hmm. And so we like got our first can of chew that we stole from his brother. Oh, jeez. And so we went up there and we were chewing and just, you know, spitting and choking and yeah. throwing up. Throwing and, up. Uh, you know, stealing alcohol and, and having our first, like, shots of, you know, or drinking a little bit of beer and be like, oh, my God, folks, I think I'm so drunk now. And, <laughs> and it was just, like, looking back now, this is, like, seventh, eighth grade, you know. And it's just, it's those memories that, that really created that unique experience for me that I still live with today. And yeah. I'm so thankful for that. And I feel like when you're a kid, anytime you do something that's wrong is something that, and, and you don't get in trouble for, oh, is uh, something that you reflect on as, as a positive memory. Yeah. It's it's funny you're saying that too because I remember right now we would like steal cigarettes from our parents mm-hmm. and go like smoke them in this abandoned garage in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's like, who the hell smokes three cigarettes back to back to back? <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to smoke a bunch of cigarettes. Yeah. And then you feel like shit. And you're like, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> but it's like a funny, fun memory, right? Like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's uh, crazy. Really quickly, because I, I do want to talk about the uh, proactiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I've shared this on air, but one of the things that we did, because we hated his brother. Um, Who? The, oh, the, the attic. Yeah, yeah. We hated his stepbrother. He was so mean to us. And I think I might have shared this on air, but one time, uh, my friend had lots of cats. And so his stepbrother one night, um, like, left his car unlocked. And we, I didn't do it. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't do it. We peed in his car. Oh, God. Again, I didn't do it. You didn't pee. Because I still, like, you know, still semi-responsible. But, yeah, everyone else peed in his car, like, Legit, like, you know, and we then rolled down his window halfway. And the next day he was so mad. He's like, ah, he's like, stupid cats went into my car and peed all over the place. And we oh, were just, God. we were upstairs at the time, you know, looking at magazines. Looking at Playboys. But, um, but still to this day, I, man, such a fond memory. Does so he does he know now? Oh no, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'd like to tell. No, I wouldn't. Oh god, don't do uh, that. So with with your summer though, mm-hmm. have you had a chance to think about something that you want to proactively do this particular summer? Yeah. Oh man, you know the only thing that I did think about recently that I want to proactively do is I want to go on another camping trip this summer. I'm not counting that. Because you said another. Well, I haven't been on a camping trip in several years. How long is the several years? Probably three or four. Nope. Why? Because I think that's still a little too recent. Like Really? I, yeah. No, oh, I want to go camping every year. Yeah. To me, that is far below what I would desire. Okay. I'll I can think of something else. I can think of something else. But yeah. here's here's why I'm saying this. Summers where I didn't go camping, especially last three or four years, are the summers that I allowed my summers to be planned for me. Mm-hmm. In order to go camping at specific places where I want to go, like Lake Chelan, for example, is a place. 
it's like three and a half, four hours away. It's mm-hmm. a fairly long drive, right? So to be able to get there in time to set up camp okay. can be challenging in a single day. Also, that place books out really, really fast. So, so you can't even camp there on the weekend. It's not even open. You have to take days off, go midweek. A lot of times midweek is booked as well. So you have to wait till school's back in or go before people get out of school in early June. So it's very challenging to get a spot there. So you have to seriously be very proactive about it. The other thing is rounding up other people to go too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tough to get commitments. So it's a challenging thing to plan. Okay. And I haven't done it in a while. I'll give it to you. Then. So I really, really, really want to do it this year because I haven't in a while. I need to take that time and do something that fills my cup, not yeah. everybody else's. Something, uh, just a irrelevant side note on Lake Chelan. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time is Frasier. Uh-huh. And in one of the first few episodes, because it takes place in Seattle, Seattle, they must not have gotten someone from Seattle because they're mispronouncing like everything. And Lake Chelan, they got super excited about, and they called it Lake Chelan. Seriously? Yeah. It's like, did they actually Lake go Chelan. there? Was it in the episode? Well, so he goes to like a doctor or something, and and they're like, oh, he's not here right now. He's you know out on Lake Chelan, and he's like, oh, Lake Chelan. So the condo on Fraser went up for sale recently. Did it? Not the actual condo because it wasn't really filmed there. Yeah. But the closest thing to it supposedly went up for sale. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So that's one that I would say, but I can think of I can think of another one if you have better parameters you'd like me to. Go by. Um, I was just thinking about something that, that you haven't done before. I can't. There's, you know. If I haven't done it, it's because I don't want to. You're saying there's nothing that you want to do right now that you haven't done already? Oh, there, yeah, there might be a couple things. I have to think. Okay, so, and let me think. You you give me yours, what okay. yours is for this summer, while I ponder a bit. Got it. So, I have never had a real barbecue before. Wait, what? Um, I've never had a real like tons of people coming over to, to barbecue and like really actually barbecue um, with like a big group of friends. Yeah. And so I'd like to plan a barbecue and an outdoor games challenge or something. Like we set up brackets. We play like, you know, maybe we throw some darts or some bocce ball or some croquet. Field day. Yeah. And have like, you know, some prizes or something like that. So I, I, that's what I want to do. Really? Yeah. What do you mean by barbecue, though? Because I feel like those are things you've done. You just don't really do the food thing. Yeah, so think about, like, you know, when you guys come over for barbecues. First off, I have a barbecue that I haven't used in three years. Yeah. Um, because you guys made me buy one. I was perfectly happy grilling with my foreman until you guys made... Glenn's over here shaking his head. It was more so Dave. Um, it, it was Dave. <laughs> and uh, But you need one, so I... I I'm all for it, too. I don't need one. I haven't used it in three years. You should barbecue. It's so, like, covered in mold and stuff like that. I need oh, really? your guys' help on how to clean it. I, I don't know what to, where to even start. Turn it on high for a half hour and then scrape it down. But there's, like, but, so, you know, like, all the burger juice, like, drips and stuff? Yeah. Like, don't you ever need to clean that? Burn it out. Oh. Well, Glenn, I guess you can't speak right now, but, so when Glenn was helping me set it up, we laid a whole bunch of like foil paper down and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. and aluminum foil inside. So don't I need out. to replace that? Yeah, tear it up, put new ones down. See, I don't even know how to get to it. So that's what I mean. Like I would just love like oh, a man. like I'll do all the dirty work, but I just want 
someone to be like, okay, let like do this now and do that now, things like that, you know. You know what's very ironic about this? Yeah, is the book that's right next to you. I I have it. <laughs> it's not even relevant. I, how is it? I just so need a, so the I book that Kyle's talking about is if how tos were enough, we would all be skinny, rich, and happy. And you'd have a clean barbecue. I I want one. The desire's there. I just need to know how to do it now. YouTube videos. As opposed to like just somebody being like, this is how to clean it. That's what they do on YouTube. So I would have this to watch to like a, 20 videos or something. Like, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Um, but that's what I'd like to do and set up like okay. some kind of games. Like in the mm. past, I've thought about hosting like a beer Olympics type of thing. Um, so I, I want to do some type of like a games challenge. Just get a lot of people together. Mm. And here's why. And so this is this is the funny thing. I and, and you guys will know this. When I think about these big events, you know what really drives me hmm. is the group picture. Really? And and I know this sounds crazy. We were all over at Amit's house this past weekend watching GOT. And while we were there, there's probably about nine, ten of us. Um, they all hadn't seen. I was the only one, myself and uh, and Jose um, Rodriguez. You guys know him. Yeah, yeah. Um, was he? We were the only ones that had seen Endgame. So we made a plan to to go see Endgame Friday. And so there's like 10 of us or something like that all going to see it. And for me, like what I'm looking forward to the most is being like, let's take a group picture because that's what like just screams memories to me or like group pictures. You're big on photos. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, just think about like this barbecue and outdoor challenge and stuff. Like it's, it's taking the pictures and stuff like that. Like a lot of people are like, well, don't you want to be in the pictures? And, and that's fine, but that's how I have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's not a chore to me. I enjoy doing that. That's that's how I can reflect and, and enjoy is by maybe bringing these memories to other people or capturing these memories for myself or, or something funny and be like, oh, like, you know, here's this. Yeah. For example, um, four years ago, four or five years ago, Jake Peterson and I went to Starbucks in the morning and he always gets uh, a bagel and everything bagel and with cream cheese. So this this particular day, we're outside or, you know, we we get our stuff and we're getting ready to walk back to the office. And he takes one of the outside tables and he's like, oh, hold on. Like, let me just put the cream cheese on my bagel so that I can throw everything else away. He opens up the packet of, of a cream cheese and I don't know how he did it, but it splattered all over the window. And right on the other side were these like, like these girls having a conversation, and they see like this cream cheese just flying at them, and so they like look at it, and you guys know Jake, he gets his deer in the headlights look, like, oh. and just walks, speed walks to the office as fast as he can, and what do I do? I take pictures of it. Oh my God, are you serious? And I just sent it to him the other day. I was like, four years ago. You splattered the Starbucks window with cream cheese. And there's a picture of him, like, with his deer in the headlights look. Was it, like, see. this time four years ago? It was, like, a photo yeah, memory Yeah, exact same day, up. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, he's like, man, I remember that now. It was so funny. I was like, well, buddy, don't worry. I will always be here to remind you about your most embarrassing moments of life. Every year? Right. Oh, shit. But it's, it's, the, it's that that really, yeah. you know, does it for me. The photos. And so that's what I want to do. Barbecue. 
whole bunch of outdoor challenge games. All right. When are we doing it? Uh, that's the thing is I need to really let people know ahead of time. Yeah. Because, again, summers get booked up for people. They do. And the other thing I, I need to do. Be on the right side of that booking up. Yeah. And I just need to stand by a date. Yeah. You know, if, if some of my closer friends can't make it, I'm not going to be like, all right, you know, when can everyone make it? Let's move it around because yeah. that's not fair to the people who. Hey, I'm having a barbecue whatever. this date. Yeah. Who's down? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So. I like that. I I hadn't really considered that. I mean, because I think you put on a lot of functions. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's just like, wait, what? You've never done that? Oh, yeah. So I you know, I hadn't even occurred to me at all that that's something you hadn't done. Keg stand challenge? I could do that. Man. Did we, were you not? Oh, you weren't there when we did that. Hmm. We did that Tim's house on Halloween. That was, that was, that was unique <laughs> to do that in your mid thirties. <laughs> um, I got, I got another one as we wrap up here, you know, I'm still going to do camping to me. Like that's, that's important to me. It's something I want to do really. I really enjoy it. It fills my cup. I haven't done it in a while. I'm going to make that a priority. But the other thing is that we haven't done yet. And I've been thinking about it for a while. And I Proposing haven't... to Emily? Well, yeah. But that's not like a summer thing. <laughs> that's a life thing. That's definitely a critical life moment. <laughs> that will go on your timeline. Yeah. And depending upon the answer will dictate where it goes. <laughs> so if she says no, it's like plus 10. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, no, but was to... Um, Take her back to where she grew up in Monterey. Oh. In the Bay Area. I've I've never really spent any like real time there. Been to San Francisco a couple of times and spent a couple of days there, but it was for work stuff in the past and I didn't have much time outside of work stuff, right? So um I think it'd be fun. I'm super down for it. And when Sam moved back to San Diego he stopped there and went to the aquarium and Emily was like, Oh my God, I remember that, you know, when oh, she was a kid and yeah. these other things that she remembers. So I want to, I want to see the area, um, the seaside Marina, that, that whole area that she's from and just see how it makes her feel when she goes there as well. And kind of just like share that moment. So that's huge. And I think that doing that in the summer, I think would be freaking awesome memory. Yeah. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm like thinking about it now, like, oh man, this, how am I going to do this? It's going to be awesome. Okay. I got airlines miles. I could do that. It wouldn't cost much. We could stay here. Yeah. Yeah. I could just do it on a weekend. Two days. That's all we need. Take one day off. One of my, one of my friends, Courtney, um, I'm drawing a blank on her new last name, um, but Courtney Livermore mm-hmm. uh, from New Hampshire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, her her boyfriend at the time would, and I'm I'm gonna have to ask her. Uh, I'll text her before the next episode and, and let you guys know. But um, there's this there's a service that you can go to that you put in um, like X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. right? And how much time you have. So let's say five hundred dollars per person. Sorry, let's say eight hundred dollars per person, and you've got five days. It'll give you a random vacation hit list. Is that it? Where you don't know any of the details. Yeah. It'll just tell you like, okay, dress warmly. Oh, and, no, this is a little it. bit different than, okay. I don't know what this is. So, yeah, so um, you don't know any of the details till you get to the airport. And that's where you're like, well, here's your ticket. 
What? But they'll say, you know, bring warm clothes or, or you know. They'll prepare you this. without telling you. Yeah. And wow. so she's done it before and she's had an absolute blast, you know, just going to different places that you wouldn't normally that sounds awesome. plan out. So I'll, I'll text her um, and ask her. Yeah, that's what pretty that cool. Was. I dig that. Proactive summer memories, man. So we can't allow this to just be a summer idea. If we want to make proactive summer memories, you have to plan it. You have to take steps. You have to make it a part of your life. What are some tools, Rohit, that we can give our listeners and ourselves as well, as, as we have, you know, some plans that we would like to do for the summer mm-hmm. to create more of those memories, to create more of those uh, peeing in your homeboy stepbrothers fat <laughs> car memories or stealing chew and trying that for the first time. You know, those are things that seem to be so taboo that yeah. provide some of the best memories. But we don't want to necessarily recreate those types of memories, but recreate the feelings we get from those memories. Yeah. I, I would say a, a couple things that, that I would really point out is one, take pictures, but don't make that your everything. Okay. Um, I went don't to live the, behind the screen. Yeah. went okay. to the Tulip Festival um, a, a week ago or so, and there's so many people that were just, you know, selfie after selfie, you know, like, oh, this isn't the right angle, and they would adjust things a little bit and stuff like that. Instead of just seeing, like, the beauty that's all around you, like, why are you even here in the first place, mm-hmm. you know? Get a few of them to memorize it, but then really put it away and be present and take it in. Yeah. The other thing that I do is I take pictures of everything. So that same day, we ended up going to a random casino, a random antique mall, things like that, right? And I took pictures of each of those places. Had I not, reflecting back, it would be just a, oh, yeah, I went to the Tulip Festival. But now looking back, I'm like... Oh, look at all these memories. Yeah, I went to a tulip festival. We ate here. We did this. We did that. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, that was a fun trip. We Mm -hmm. did more than just the tulip festival. So it's Mm -hmm. a way of recapturing. The other thing is think about journaling some way. There's so many different apps out there that let you do a daily journal. My favorite is Diarium. Uh, Know the developer really well. that's a fantastic app, but there's so many there designed to help you capture the memory as well as the emotion behind what what you experience. You need that emotional connection for it to really hold up value. Like looking back now, we can say, oh yeah, as kids, you know, we, we did this kind of stuff. That's how it withstands the test of time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Re- reflect on it a bit. And then the other thing is what you said. Other people are going to fill your, your calendar. So before they get a chance to, you need to honor yourself and set your own calendar. Yeah. You know, go in. Summer's three, four months long. Go in one weekend a month, reserved. And then go do something you want to do. You know, someone says, oh, i you know having a barbecue this day. Would love to go, but, you know, I've already got plans. Honor yourself. Don't make yourself not a priority. Yeah. That's good. Like it, I'm gonna do that. Damn it! And if you're going to San Francisco and you need a tour, just let me know. I have an illegitimate child there. Seriously? <laughs> How old is he now? I'm just kidding. Or she? <laughs> I don't know. I don't keep track of them. He just comes out of your paycheck every what? Uh, nope. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Tax return. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just kidding. 
No, he's not. Ladies and gentlemen, Roy has three children in San Francisco. I plan to visit them when Emily and I go down to go uh, see where she grew up. Uncle Kyle. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. Well, that that episode took like lots of different turns. We talked about lots of things. But really, the whole gist of it was how to create proactive summer memories. So it's essentially taking a look at some of your fondest summer memories, how they made you feel. And what you can do to recreate those same exact memories for the summer going ahead. So take some of these steps that we had mentioned here. Plan your summer or someone else will plan it for you. Take advantage of the time that you have. And if you really just want to watch TV, I guess, do what really fills your cup. Do it. Do what you enjoy. But take advantage of what's around us already. And with that being said, we're signing off. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the GYC Podcast. Get your shit together. Your favorite podcast. My man, Rohit, and your boy Kyle Reed signing off this week. Tune in next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST Podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 